0: Yo, what is up, everybody? Welcome to the Dorian Show. I am your host, Dorian Trong. Uh, who would have known this is this would be episode five. Welcome everybody. I got some new people listening from Ireland and uh from Great Britain. Welcome everyone, welcome everyone. Whoever is spreading the word in Europe, I love you, I love you. Thank you for listening. Get okay, a sip of tea. Mmm. <clears throat> Alright, let's just jump right into it. Today I want to talk about Disney's earnings. Uh, they had a giant miss in earnings and the stock dropped like 8% I think in two days. Um, Disney Plus only added 2 million subscriptions uh, subscribers in the last quarter. Uh, the Street was uh, expecting them to gain 9 million subscribers. Which is a little worrisome, but at the same time, you know, Disney's been having some issues uh, in production because of COVID and the lockdown. So, a lot of these shows have to be pushed back in order for them to, um, you know, be able to shoot it and uh, being compliant with the law, I guess. All right. Um, so, I still like Disney. Um, I bought some shares on Friday, I'm long them. And uh, I have a special caller coming in um, to tell you guys a little bit more of why uh, you should. Uh, you should invest in Disney. Okay, hold on one second. Let me bet, uh, patch them in. Uh, hello, is this uh, hello? Can you hear me? Is this uh, Bob Chapek, CEO of Disney?
1: Hello? Oh, no, Bob Chapek. Oh, I'm the true leader of Disney. Oh, I'm Michael Mouse, but you could call me Mister Mouse. Oh.
0: Whoa, it's Mickey Mouse himself. Oh my gosh, I am so honored to have you be calling into my show. Uh, Mr. Mouse, uh, we are a little concerned because, you know, you know, Disney Plus has not been doing as well as uh, everybody thinks they should. They only got uh, 2 million subscribers. We were expecting 9 million. Can you give us some insight on that, Mr. Mouse?
1: Alright, listen here. huh? We got, we got fans that will never leave us. Do you know, have you ever heard of what millennials are?
0: Millennials? Are you meaning the kids, the high schoolers, the middle schoolers, the TikTokers, Mr. Mouse?
1: What are you talking about, huh? Millennials are now 40-year-olds, huh? <laughs> you know, and they bring their kids and their family to Disney every single weekend like they go to church. They will never leave us, huh?
0: <laughs> wow, okay, that is, I guess you are right. We've been calling millennials children for the past 30 years uh mr mouse i don't know um it seems like your earnings are way way down uh we don't know when the pandemic is going to end honestly and with the rising inflation i don't know how you guys going to keep up with the cost
1: all right listen here let me teach you a little bit something about finance okay we got all so we got all the content in the world we own everything okay we own everything that these millennials love oh we got Marvel, like X-Men, we got Star Wars, we got Pixar, and we got USC for these angry incels to watch. Oh.
0: Okay, uh, that sounds that sounds uh, good, but you know, in terms of inflation, how do you think that's going to affect your business? You got to pay your workers more, um, you know, the cost of running Disneyland would be higher, and you, you still can't have a full capacity at Disney yet.
1: All right, listen here. All right. Have you been to Disneyland? We've been charging a Mormon leg for the past thirty years. These millennials will pay anything. Oh. All right. Pandy, will end in some time, and then then. Travel will pick up. All right. Millennials all across the world will be coming here. Oh. They're going to Disney Cruise. Oh. and stay at our hotels and give us all their money. Oh. All
0: right, Mr. Mouse. Thank you. I think that is a good reason for us to um, be uh, long on Disney, would you say?
1: Only losers will, would sell Disney at this price point, ho! Oh! Our, our business is worth billions and billions of dollars, Oh, We're better on Apple and Tesla, ho! Oh! All
0: right, Mr. Mouse, thank you for calling in. Thank you for calling in. Uh, we hope you're the best. All right, guys, thank you. Uh, this, uh, Leave a comment below. Thanks for uh, Mr. Mickey Mouse for showing up today and giving us uh, reasons why we need to buy into Disney. Um, But seriously, yeah, I think uh, Disney has pricing power for the longest time. I've always thought their tickets were ridiculous, but everybody I seem to know that live in Los Angeles got season pass for themselves, their partners for the kids, for the parents. You know, it's a... Built-in fan base that's extremely loyal. They also dominate like probably eighty percent of all movies that come out in theaters with Marvel and Star Wars, and Pixar and Disney. Mm-hmm. I just don't think. Uh, I don't think they will be canceled anytime soon. Uh, usually, when when a company is uh, is dead, it's because they're replaced with someone else. And at this time, I, I don't think there are any companies out there that could replace Disney and what they have to offer. All right, so that's a short segment today. I got to practice my
1: Mickey Mouse voice.
0: (laughs) I don't know how you guys like it. Let me know what you think about my impression. Actually, it's not an impression. I actually got the real Mickey Mouse to call in. All right, what I want to talk next. So I recently went on an online date. What's up? Your boy still got it. Holla. And I gotta say, I kind of feel bad. (laughs) Because when I went there, the first thing that popped into my head was like, Did I catfish this lady? You know? (laughs) You know, when I was looking back at my pictures, I was like, oh shit. Like, I showed up to the event like 30 to 40 pounds overweight. That's totally unprofessional, man. And I have to say, I I didn't try to catfish her on purpose. You know what I mean? Like... These pictures aren't that old. I took these pictures maybe within the last like 16 months or so. Some of them are even like 4 months ago. And I take I take like full body pictures. Nothing to hide. Bright lights. Um, so it's not like I was trying to like hide the fact that I was super fat. I just got super fat in the last 4 or 6 months, you know. Got a little out of control. So yeah, I don't know how shocked she is. <laughs> When she saw me, I'm um, not sure if she liked me or not, but I, I'm guessing she didn't like me at all. She did not take down her mask the whole time during the day. And we were at a coffee shop. We were at a coffee shop and she never took down her mask. So that means she just did not take a sip of her, of her drink at all. So uh, needless to say, I think um, I'll never see her again. <laughs> Man. I mean, what did I do? Do I take new pictures? Taking pictures is so rough. I don't know if um, any of the ladies out there listening, like, guys are not good at taking pictures, and we don't really like taking pictures too much, you know, especially pictures that are presentable. I mean, at this point, I think it's probably easier for me to lose like 40 pounds than for me to take new pictures. Just so I won't catfish the next lady. I really do feel bad if you're uh, watching this um, uh, masked lady. Uh, I'm sorry. Sorry, I came came to the event overweight, you know. Should've stayed professional, you know. Should've stayed in the weight class. I was <laughs> she was expecting a light heavyweight and I came in as like a super heavyweight man. Not what she signed up for. Alright, what I got here. I just wanna talk oh man. That's so the last week I took I took off a whole week of uh MMA because uh, I was feeling under the weather. I'm feeling way better now, um, but I still got a little scratchy throat. And it's weird, I, uh, my throat gets. I want to cough when I see other people cough. It's almost like a smoking addi- addiction. You know what I mean? <laughs> when smokers are trying to quit, they see someone like puffing a cigarette. They're like, mm, I needed that. And I have the same thing about coughs, man. If I see someone cough, I'm like, oh, my throat needs to <coughs> That sounded weird. That sounded weird. <laughs> Anyway, so, like, after not going to um, MMA uh, classes for, like, a week, I uh, on Monday, I was like, shit, dude, I just want to quit. I'm just going to show up to the gym. I'm going to talk to the guy. I'm just going to say, hey, something happened. Uh, I won't be able to make this commitment anymore. And I'm going to cancel my membership after a month. Right? Super embarrassing, you know, but... But I decided to tell uh, tell myself, like, uh, cancel the membership after the class, right? It's a a double class on Mondays. I do uh, boxing and then do some uh, no-gi-jujitsu. And and I tell myself to see how I would feel uh, after the class. Maybe I would um, stick with it for a little longer. And uh, and boy, am I glad that I went to the gym on Monday. Because you know who showed up to the fucking gym. Nick Diaz showed up to the gym and if you guys don't know who Nick Diaz is he's like one of UFC's like favorites, he recently had a a fight he lost um, but he hasn't fought in the UFC in like many years one of the great legends excuse me I think most of you guys know who uh, his younger brother is, Nate Diaz you know he was like the first guy who choked out Conor McGregor you know, fought McGregor another time and you know, I went to decision. And he lost. He fought other people like Jorge Masvidal, et cetera, et cetera. You know, the boys from Stockton. So anyway, I was like hitting the bag. I'm you know, just tapping it lightly. Pa, pa, pa. And then in comes Nick Diaz, dude. And like we were standing probably like only, I don't know, like two feet away from each I'm just hitting the bag and I'm just staring at him. Definitely staring at him a little bit too long. You know, it was getting awkward, and you know, shout out for Nick Diaz, man. He knows, he knows I was starstruck, man. He uh, he stuck out his arm and just he hand and gave me a fist bump, which I really appreciate. So, and boy, did that motivate me. I hate to admit that I, I was motivated seeing Nick Diaz, by him walking in, giving me that fist bump, dude. I was hitting the shit out of the bag, man. I was went from like pat 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 to like pat pa pa. Man, I could tell you my arm was so sore afterwards. For like the next couple of days, I was just hitting the shit out of that bag. Um, but yeah, it's just uh, it's crazy how uh, I was able to find such a legit gym. Like the owner of the uh, of the gym is uh, Gilbert Melendez. He's a ex uh, UFC fighter too, not as big as Nick, but you know, pretty big deal. And um, they treat fighting seriously. All the trainers there are fighting com- competitively in the other fight cards. And yeah, it really motivated me. I had a good good a day that day, um, doing striking, I think I'm getting better at striking honestly, to be honest, I went there, Uh, let's see, Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday I think, yeah, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, I skipped Wednesday, I forgot why I skipped Wednesday, why did I skip Wednesday, I'm not sure, I have a really bad memory these days, probably met up with a friend or something, Hmm. But anyway, but yeah, man, I'm just glad I'm back in the MMJ gym, you know, trying to get, get some work in. I haven't worked, that's my only workout lately, you know. So nice to kind of show up. I'm definitely getting, I think I'm getting better with the boxing, with um, the kicks and Muay Thai, but I'm still pretty damn hopeless in uh, jujitsu. I have no idea what I'm doing. Um, like little guys are just beating me and. If, if I'm like rolling with like bigger dudes, it's like, fuck, I don't even know what I could do. But like I gotta say, I'm you know I'm still I'm still in love with it, um, so I'm gonna stick to it. You know, I wonder what Nick Diaz is there at the gym for. I wonder if he's gonna just work out there, or is he training for an upcoming fight? Uh, yeah, I doubt he's gonna try to work there. He's it's not his own gym, so I don't know if they could even like afford to pay him. But maybe he's there just to work out for a next fight. And boy, can I tell you, if he's there to train for another fight, you know, I think I could be part of that team. I'm not saying I could be, like, I could help him out, like, physically with his striking or his wrestling, grappling or anything. But, you know, I could be there to talk some shit, you know, get him into the zone, you know what I'm saying? Drop him one of those, you wife see me DMs. Oh, you here? You here to avenge your brother Nathan, huh? Let me tell you, he left in a stretcher and so were you. I'm going to drink some proper 12, then I'll DM your wife. How's <laughs> my Conor McGregor impression, by the way? Let me tell you something, Steven. He's a good man, but he will be leaving on a stretcher. <laughs> but yeah, um, I don't know. I don't know if I'll see Nick again. But yeah, hopefully he's training. That'll be fun to kind of see the work that um he puts in. There were a couple. There was another fighter. Um, one of the our trainers, the boxing trainer, fought like two weeks ago. He knocked the shit out of this guy. I didn't get to go to the fight because it, um, it was kind of far away, and you know I saw his highlights on um, Instagram, so that's pretty cool. And I think this past weekend, uh, one of the people training there, uh, some guy named Jordan, had a fight. So yeah, I don't know how that went, but props to him, man. To uh, to all these fighters out there trying to go after their dreams. Not me man, I'm just showing up, I'm just showing up so hopefully one day I could kick someone in the head, that's all I want. Very low set of goals for me but, you know, it's going to take some work for me to get there, alright. Speaking of uh, quitting, wanting to quit uh, MMA, I also was just thinking about quitting comedy it just sucks, like, when when something, when I'm not feeling one thing, I feel like I'm not feeling, uh, I'm not feeling anything at all, like, I don't want to do any of the stuff I, um, set out goals to, goals to do, so uh, my goals to do, and, um, I can't even speak right now, I don't know what's going on, (laughs) but last week, um, I had a couple sets, uh, of comedy, and then Friday I just freaking bombed, I just went up not prepared, and, um, Just ate shit, for lack of a better word. Um, and this week I was gonna take the whole week off, but then I had, um... I was already scheduled to do a a set on Tuesday. Um, so I was just gonna do something old, um... Which is kind of embarrassing, you know? You don't... I mean, I basically... I I try to say at least, like, one new joke every week at the same mic. Or, like, change the joke around so the wording is a little different. Even though most people listening to it would think it's exactly the same. Um... I just want to change it enough where I feel like I'm working on my jokes. But up to, and like last week and up to this point, um, up to Tuesday, I was just like, I don't know, man. Like I'm not motivated at all. I'm not inspired. Um, but the thing of inspiration is uh, crazy things happen. Like I came up with a new five minute set on Tuesday morning, which was. I guess if I was getting paid for this job, it would be like a blessing, but it was just weird how I like, my brain was working in the morning, like I just had all these jokes that I wanted to say, and I wrote them down and I went up with them and they did all right. I mean, obviously they're new jokes, um, but yeah, I I skipped Monday because I knew I wasn't feeling it, but then, I don't know if it's because I knew I had a mic to go to and that kind of lit a fire under me um, to write new jokes. I'm not sure. I'm not sure, and um, and then I went again on Friday because um, my friend wanted me wanted me to do do the mic. So you know, uh, she convinced me to do the mic. So thanks to her. Um, so I did two mics last week, and it was fine. And I just, yeah, I don't know. I think I could like kind of lean on these new jokes for another week or so, you know, adding them in little by little until I get more more motivation out there. Um yeah, it's hard uh oh, and you know what? it's just for me personally it was a good uh it was a good week of comedy in general. After Friday I uh, we did a mic. I did a mic and then afterwards I went out and grabbed dinner with um a couple of uh open mic friends. And that's and that was real fun, you know. We just kind of talked about whatever and everything, and talk about the mics, open mic process. Talking about our personal beefs, <laughs> who we have beef with. It's so funny how that um, that happens. Um, but yeah, I'm slowly like building a community. Um, at least in at least in comedy, I haven't really met anybody like I even hung out or even chatted with outside of the MMA gym but comedy is I I think uh, getting there like I had maybe two people I text with um, and then I had dinner with three people so maybe this could be the third person that I could shoot the shit with and um, you know keep myself motivated I think it's very important um, when you have like goals to surround yourself with other people that will keep you accountable so it's helpful that I have I know people in uh, comedy at least you know not too well but at least I know them um, that they'll hit me up and say hey you gonna go to this mic or not you know if I, f- I feel like if I didn't know anybody at all in comedy it would be just so easy to disappear because no one would ask where you were and no one knows you but yeah so I'm thankful for having um, starting to make a couple of friends um, like one of them I've hung out with like a couple times you know she's pretty cool. Um, and then the other two, uh, we'll see We'll see if they like me or not But yeah, you know I need to I, I have all these ideas that I want to do And I just can't I just can't uh, find a motivation to work towards them You know I want to uh, get like 30 minutes of material And then just host my own show I think that's my best way to get on a show right now Um, With like a real audience Is what I'm saying You know, I talked to you guys about last week How I I um, submitted a clip to some guy who, uh, who's basically a, a showrunner, and he said I wasn't good enough, so I was like, Ugh, what the fuck, dude. And what's even worse, on Friday at dinner, my friend told me, she was like, yeah, he was like super funny, one of the funniest comics I know, it's just like a punch in the gut. Dude. Telling me my arch nemesis is the, one of the funniest comedy comedians out there. I need to use that as motivation for me to to write and do something uh, creative, you know. And then looking looking back at this um, this week, I was able to reflect. And by this looking back, I like looked back this this morning and I had a chance to kind of reflect on the week and how like my goals kind of changed in my head, right? You know what I mean? Like I wanted to quit. I wanted to quit uh, MMA because I just wasn't feeling it anymore. Like I just, I, I, I was telling myself I didn't enjoy it as much as I thought I did, and this is with like a, a week of absence. So it's like going to the gym or anything. If you don't go, you don't really have the urge to go, um, and also just quitting comedy because I was feeling uninspired. Um, to keep doing it, and then I just, and I realized like the my goals change, You know what I mean? Like I. All of a sudden I thought MMA was supposed to be something that I wasn't really into um, That I was going to get good at And like comedy was like I had like a pipe dream that maybe one day I'll be able to You know make money doing comedy And those two things are Are great if I ever achieve it But I had to remind myself today that My my goal is actually to try to teach myself uh, self-discipline Which I feel like I have none You know what I mean? And then part of it is I I need to show up to these things when I'm not feeling like it. Like I feel, I'm feeling down on energy, losing interest, not motivated, not inspired. Like I still need to show up. And that's part of, part of what I, uh, I'm trying to learn here, you know, but it's rough, you know, having no one to uh, keep me accountable of anything. is tough to, to show up, you know. But anyway, half the half the battle was showing up, and I think that is that is uh that is what I need to work on. Like I just need to sit on a desk and try to write. Like I just need to show up and write, and not just be lazy. That's one thing. I just need to show up to these mics, and if I like fail, if I'm not prepared, that's on me. You know what I mean? Like I just I can't let failing be a reason why I quit. But like. <laughs> was a as something that helped me push push for it. So made me work hard because I don't want to fail in front of everybody again. Um, but yeah half the battle of showing up and I guess that's the same thing with uh, I just want to thank for everybody this show to these to these podcasts so far. I'm, I'm really enjoying my time talking with you guys. Um, but yeah for some reason I'm going blank. Um, It's only been like 20 something minutes. Um, I don't want to just ramble trying to fill up these times. So, so yeah, I might just cut it short here. Thank you guys for listening. Um, If you guys are listening to YouTube, please subscribe, uh, like. And if you guys are listening to uh, any uh, podcast apps, just subscribe to me. I'm here every week, I'm dedicated to that. I'm trying to push, have some more uh, stuff to say next week. Hopefully we could get you guys like 40 to an hour of good content. You know, I think my uh, Disney, my little Disney bit ran a little short. And I really ran out of stuff to say. I don't even know what I was saying, just bringing up the Mickey Mouse voice. i um, not sure if it's good or not. I'm not sure if it's good or not. Anyways, guys, thanks for listening. I appreciate you guys. Uh, sorry for the short, uh, short segment today, but... Um, I'll catch you guys next week. I think I have something uh, good to talk about, especially in the finance area. All right. Talk to you guys later. Peace.